G'day there, it's SJ here from Christian Women in Business. Welcome to today's podcast show. Now we are going to be doing something a little bit different today. Uh, We have been creating a document for you sharing the five top tips that all of our podcast interviewers have shared over the past few years of us having um, a podcast, our CWIB podcast. So we're making it into a downloadable uh, for you to be able to read through and, and um, I guess, use it for your daily God time or your weekly God time. And it's going to be sharing inspiration of the, the top tips. Uh, we're including the Bible verses that our guests have shared with us too. So it's just to help inspire you in your business and, um, of course, keeping God at the center. Now, when we collected them all, making sure that everyone's links um, were working right and people Uh, still had their businesses, we were left with 49 guests that shared their top five tips. So we had one space free to reach 50. So I thought I'd share with you today a little bit about the story with the automation girl, my craft, my top five tips on my craft, which is top five things to automate in your business and go through the questions like I normally would uh, with our guests. Uh, But I'm going to ask myself these questions. (laughs) So the first thing I'm going to start off with is sharing a little bit about the story of the automation girl, because it was a complete God thing. Now, a lot of you have probably heard my story before, but um, I didn't originally didn't start in online business. We actually started in um, property development, which led to me somehow finding out about digital marketing. And that was back in like... 2014. Once I learned about digital marketing, I actually became really, really, really passionate about it. Like, I just loved learning all things about websites, about uh, branding, and automation as well. And so I continued on the journey of learning about it. And I originally set up um, what was the Automation Girl, but under a different brand, which was called the the Digital Project Manager. And that was basically helping business owners to set up websites and managing different digital projects in their businesses. And a part of that, um, I did Empowering Her Business, which was actually mentoring business owners kind of in that space as well. And so um, as I've been doing the digital project manager, um, that's when I was at a point where I was thinking, okay, do I include God in my business or not? And then that leads to the whole story of yes, I do. And then CWIB was formed out of that uh, from me meeting um, another lady, Christian Women in Business, which back in 2015, 2016, there wasn't many communities about. And we basically couldn't find um, a community uh, for Christian women in business and so uh, decided to set up our own. <laughs> and so here we are a few years later, which is cool. So the digital project manager actually helped fund um, a lot of Christian women in business. So I found that as I was beginning to prepare for CWIB, I would get different website projects and it would be the amount that I needed to do like another project on CWIB. So for example, getting the Christian Women in Business website up and running, that funding to to get that together was actually from a project in the Digital Project Manager. So God provided an income for me to put funds towards CWIB 
in the digital project manager and um, he used it like amazingly to do that. So that was kind of like the intertwined of how God has literally intertwined every single business that we've done um, within CWIB and to help fund CWIB and then also to provide for uh, myself and my family and other things. So um, we launched CWIB. And then after maybe six months or so, I was just like, wow, CWIB is huge. And I was still working at the time. So I just couldn't manage both. Um, So I decided to put uh, the digital project manager on hold for a little while. We were also house sitting at that time. So you can imagine trying to work four days a week, um, manage uh, digital projects and trying to work out where you're going to live the next month. Like <laughs> I got very overwhelmed and decided something had to give. So at that time it was a digital project manager because there was no way I was letting go of CWIB. And so I popped that on hold and, you know, I got con- in contact with my clients and I'd actually started working more towards the automation stuff at that time over uh, websites, although I still do do websites. And so I popped it on hold and then suddenly, I can't remember how many years later, I think the automation girl, what we are in now, 2020. So maybe it would have been 2018. Um, Everyone started to ask me once they'd seen Christian Women in Business, how did I set everything up? And I was getting asked a lot. And then basically people started to ask me if I could just set up what I'd set up CWIB and what I'd set up in CWIB for them. I was like, okay, God, this is interesting. And we'd um, stopped uh, house sitting, I think, around then. A lot of my brain space (laughs) had come back, or a little bit, because I was still working. And I thought, hang on a minute, there's something in this. So I basically prayed to God And people were asking me more about the automation stuff. And that was basically because they had seen me work four days a week, do the house sitting and still manage to keep CWIB going. I knew I had to set up CWIB in a way that I could manage it while we had such a busy, hectic lifestyle. So I didn't want to take away the personal touch to CWIB, but I did want to set it up so it was efficient as possible where I wasn't wasting my time on tasks that didn't warrant my time and for it to be, yeah, just set up in a way that was efficient and that would run uh, without me needing to be there absolutely 24-7. Now, there's no way you can automate a business so it runs 24-7 on its own. Like, that's ridiculous. I don't know who came up with that, but it would never work. But basically, people started to ask me because they'd seen, they're like, Eshe, how on earth do you manage all this? And still run CWIB. I'm like, well, I've worked out what things I can automate, how I can streamline things and, and, you know, get it to a point where I'm using humans, um, which are our team, which are amazing humans and softwares and automation so that things do run as smoothly as they can. Things come up, things sometimes don't go as planned. That's any business, but to get it to the best that you can. And so I was praying to God. I'm like, God, there is something in this. And um, the automation girl popped into my head, uh, the name. And I was like, okay, uh, same thing as I did with CWIB. I'll go and check to see if the domain name was free. And it was. And so uh, 
the Automation Girl was launched and it's been amazing. Again, it's funded things in CWIB when needed. Um, and now it is uh, the bread and butter of um, my income, basically, with CDYB that provides for all the things that we're doing. So it's been an amazing journey and it's been a God thing all the way through it. Um, and so part of the Automation Girl now, that's kind of developed into its own thing. I think no matter what business you do, where you start and where you are today might look different and that's completely okay. But some things that um, we set out uh, a couple of years ago are still the same. So we still offer one-on-one -on -one consultations uh, because people just need to speak with a human to work out what it is that they need to do. And I speak with clients about strategies. Um, if they're launching something, what might be the best way to launch? What would be the best way to set up something for their business? And also talk with them and in the one-on-one -on -one as well. Uh, we also obviously set up as a service-based business um, automations for business owners who just want to have stuff done for them and they just want to pay someone and have it done. And then uh, this week, it's taken me a few years to get to this and I've wanted to do it ever since uh, we launched the Automation Girl is the Automation School. So that's basically a monthly automation bundle uh, that will be sent to business owners who want to learn how to set automations up for themselves and in each monthly bundle there'll be um, an automation of the month if you like and we'll go through how-to videos along with strategy videos because a lot of time you might know how to do something but you're not sure how to set that up for your business or how it might work in your business so we'll tackle how-to and strategies um, and then they'll also be with videos and sometimes if we're dealing with active campaign, there'll just be a template of an automation that I'll set up straight up from active campaign, which you can copy into your own active campaign, which is super cool. And uh, then we'll also, because I know a lot of business owners have opt-ins, but then, then have no idea about what to send uh, to their contacts each month will be um, providing a newsletter copy as well. So each month you'll get the newsletter, you fill out the bits that are relevant to your business and you basically send it on. So it's a copy and paste, fill, send. And obviously as we go through the automation school, I'm a big fan of contacting your customers at the right time with the right information. So we'll be teaching on that as well. But it's also important if you need to update your clients about something or you want to just keep up to date with some news, then you'll be able to use that template as well. So there's three elements to the Automation Girl. They have all been God-funded. Uh, well, they have been God-funded, God-founded. And it's just been an amazing story how the Automation Girl has um, provided for uh, Christian women in business and how that's kind of been the foundation, I guess, resource-wise of how CWIB uh, was all funded and put together because I didn't ask for investors. God was my investor and he bought through the finance and the resources. And that's why I, I kind of say quite a lot, like you really don't need to worry. If you're willing to work, God will provide the resources for you. And that's what working in God's grace is. It's going, okay, God, you've given me this mission. I'm going to need X amount of funds. And it might be that someone does donate it to you. Someone does invest in you or you use businesses or income streams that you've already got to fund it. 
like it's simple and it's just working in that grace so uh, the next question I would normally ask after sharing the story is what are the top five tips of your craft so I wanted to share with you my top five automations that you can set up in your business that will bring freedom um, straight away and, and get you results because ultimately that's what we're about is about getting business owners results. So the first one I wanted to share with you is online calendars. Now you may have already set up some of these tips that I'm sharing with you today or you might not. So listen to all of them because you never know you might learn something. But the first one is online calendars. They are an absolute godsend for me. Um, I have a lot of people that want to meet with me Um, obviously I want to book clients into the automation girl and I also have guests that come in our podcast show and they are all over the world or all over Australia we are all in different time zones it can take up a hell of a lot of time if you're going back and forth with clients podcast guests or whoever trying to work out times that suit and trying to work out the times in different time zones so I straight away that was one of the things I sent up set up that was automated apart from active campaign was acuity scheduling and I've used it for absolutely years so I'll put the link to it in um, the podcast show notes so if you're driving don't worry we'll list them all there for you and you can get this this is in a pdf download so um, you can download that too from the website and I'll pop the info there So acuity scheduling, it's dirt cheap and it's basically meant that I can set up different links depending on what the appointment type is and different links will do different things. So um, I'm going to share with you a couple of those different links to give you some ideas of how you might use it in your business. So the first one is if someone wants to book in a consultation with Automation Girl, just a free 15 minute consult, um, then on the Automation Girl website, there's that form. So you embed it as a form and people can just book in for that 15 minute slot. Now in that, I can ask them questions. And uh, for those of you who know me, I'm a big question person because by asking questions, you can help someone even better. So when you fill out the form to book in, um, you get asked a couple of questions. And then depending on what you ask, um, a follow up email will send you different things. Uh, Depending on what you answer, sorry the email will send you different things. Now, I'm not going to get too much into that because that will start to get confusing. But it does mean that I can ask specific questions, find out what the business owner is um, getting frustrated with the most and what it is that they want to automate in their business. So when I come to the call, I'm prepared. I'm half prepared anyway, knowing what it is that they need. And then on the call, I can get to know more about them and then show them how we might be able to help. Um, And then the second uh, calendar type that I have is for the podcast show. So when guests want to book in, basically we send them the link. So there's actually an application form. So the application form is through ActiveCampaign. If they are accepted, we simply change a deal over in ActiveCampaign, which is available on the plus plan. And that triggers an automation to say, congratulations, you have been accepted to be a guest on our podcast. Here's the link to join. So they click on that link, that links with Acuity Scheduling and they fill out the information and very basic information at this point and then they find their time in their time zone. So at the the beginning of that process, they pick where they are in the world and then 
I've already chosen what spots I want to be available to do them in my time zone, in my work schedule, and then they book in through that way. Then once they've booked in, they get sent a Google form, which they then fill out a lot more information so that we can pop all the information for you guys on the website. So we get from them photos, we get um, the introductions, who they are, links to their social media, links to their website. So that whole process is completely automated. The only thing we have to do is check that the person matches our vision, mission and values And the rest is completely automated. I basically do not have contact with that podcast guest until the actual guest time, like until it's the recording podcast time. And I have everything on a Google form automatically put into an Excel spreadsheet. Literally, all I have to do is open the Excel spreadsheet and read from it. (laughs) Like That is as simple as life gets in CWIB. There's two examples so far. So there's booking in for a few 15 minutes and then there is um, podcast guests. So if you've got a podcast and you're wanting to automate the process and getting information from guests, then that would be that option. And then the third option is just paid consultation. So with acuity scheduling, um, I can charge through that as well, which is going to lead into my automation number two. But basically I can take payment from the person which means I'm not following them up for payment. Uh, They book in directly from the website. Again, I ask them some questions about what it is that they want to talk about in their paid consultation, which goes for an hour. And then it books them in. I get all the information sent to me automatically uh, to my email for that session. Um, It's everything in Acuity Scheduling 2 is integrated with Zoom. So I am not sending any extra Zoom links out or well I'm sending zoom links out but I'm not having to physically go into zoom and set that up I have acuity scheduling linked with zoom so as soon as someone books in um, the zoom links automatically created and it's sent in the confirmation email and it's put into the google calendar appointment as well so literally just have to click the zoom link it's amazing and the same with all the other links as well uh the appointment type sorry so That's the first thing I would set up. There's a lot in the first one. So point number two is out of the top five ways to automate um, in your business would be to automate your payments. And this is a biggie. Now, some of you might go, oh, SJ, like I just do quotes. Um, Upfront payment isn't right for me. But you can still actually request for upfront payment even when you do quotes uh, by saying as part as your company policy, anything under a thousand bucks needs to be paid up front. Anything over a thousand bucks, a deposit of sorry, a thousand bucks, yeah, a deposit needs of a thousand bucks needs to be paid to start payment. So you're getting paid up front. Now there are a couple of um, systems that are amazing to accept upfront payments. If you are someone who quotes, I would be challenging you to think about how you can start packaging the services that you offer. So if you are, for example, a website developer and you offer a homepage, about page, three of the pages, website integration and design, then I would create that into a package. Like look at what your most asked for services are and package it. And then you can get paid upfront for it. So some softwares to get that are great for getting paid upfront They both can be used for membership websites as well. So if you're doing something that's a subscription or something that is a membership, 
you must have automatic payment. And if you don't, you are doing yourself out of a lot of time and energy that you don't need to. So the first one is Thrivecart, and that can be used with WordPress website with MemberPress plugin. You can also use it. We use Thrivecart for all of our events. So if you book into a CWIB event, then you're booking in through Thrivecart. That integrates with Active Campaign beautifully. It's a one-off payment, so I'm not paying a subscription for it over and over and over and over again. It's dead easy to use, and I just love it. And I'm so glad that it was just one payment that I had to pay for it. And then the next is WooCommerce. So that integrates with WordPress websites and is amazing as well. You can take both subscription payments, you can take payment options. So say if you just wanted to do three payments of $50, whatever for something, then you can set up both of those in WooCommerce. So WooCommerce without a subscription is free. If you're adding in a subscription, then you do have to pay for the subscription add-on to it, but it is amazing. So there's two ways, softwares that you can use to get paid upfront, and they both integrate with ActiveCampaign. Number three is automate what happens when someone buys. So let's just use um, a website developer again as an example, but you think of how this can be used on your website too. So having an automated onboarding process in your business is basically what that is. So if I'm a website developer and I've got an onboarding process, I need to get information from my clients, which is what I would normally do. Then once the product's been purchased, let's say, for example, through Thrivecart, I then trigger an automation in active campaign that sends them a Google form. For example, Google forms are completely free and they rock. So you can get um, them to fill out a Google form and pop in all the information about their website. So domain names, domain um, hosting logins, domain logins, uh, what your login you want to do for your website, uh, your business name, etc., etc. Or if you wanted to do your design brief, you can do it through there as well. So that is all sent automatically. So you're not sat there going, okay, I've got a new customer come in. Now I am going to send them the brief. Like you just send it to them automatically and you don't have to show up to do it. And that can happen for a lot of different services um, or memberships or subscriptions or products, um, even in e-commerce. If someone buys, let's just say, a business devotional like what we sell in CWIB, and once they've bought the devotional, we can then send them an email saying, I'm congratulations on buying your devotional and teach them how to use it. Like we're giving them value, valuable information of how to use that product that we've just sold. And it's going to give your customers a great customer experience. It's going to show that you are not like other people and you care and that you want to make their experience be as smooth as possible. Number four is setting up automated reminders. Again, this would be something that I would use Active Campaign for. So let's just say that um, you are in the realm of air conditioning setup. You have gone into your customer, you've set up the air conditioning. Let's just say you service them every six months. So you would set up automations all the way through your sales funnel in Active Campaign, where they've made an inquiry on the website, they've booked in. They've done it. So, however, your sales email works. And then the last deal in the stage of Active Campaign is uh, reminder automation. And it would be that once they're placed into that deal, 
that they are then put into an automation that waits for six months and then it sends the customer an automatic reminder to book in for their service. That way you don't have to remember to do it. The system already does it. And you can even set up a sales funnel in the automation that says, you know, has the person booked in for their appointment yet? Yes, no. And then what to do next. And if you've got that integrated with something like Thrivecart, Active Campaign will know if they've booked in through tags. And so the final one is number five, and that's automate your sales funnel. So a little bit about what we just talked about in point number four, but point number five is automate your sales funnel. So this one can be a little bit complex and may require some strategy work, which it normally does. This is a lot of the things I do set up through the automation goal. It's working. What is the customer journey? Basically, from the moment that they see your brand to they come into your website, to them opting into something that's free for them, you to then sell them something, and then what happens from there. And automated sales funnels can be set up for service-based businesses, e-commerce stores, memberships, and e-courses. So there's a lot <laughs> of different businesses that this can be set up for. And um, the main software that we use, again, would be ActiveCampaign for this. And depending on what type of business you have will depend on the sales funnel. But there are sales funnels available for the the four that I just described. So service-based business, e-commerce, memberships, and e-courses. Memberships and subscriptions would be the same. So um, there you have it. Five uh, top tips um, of things to automate in your business. So to quickly recap, the first one is acuity scheduling. So um, online calendars. So um, getting all of that stuff automated. Number two is automate your payments. Number three is to automate what happens when someone buys. Tip number four is set up automated reminders. So we're basically reselling to the customer's that we've got. And then number five is automating your sales funnel. So that was a lot to take in. Like I said, I have made a PDF, which I give away on the Automation Girl website. So if you want to get your hands on that, you can do, and I'll pop the the download opt-in form on the show notes for this too. And at the minute, we are actually Uh, We've just launched the automation school, like I mentioned before. So if you do want to learn how to set up this stuff, and I'm going to try and make it as simple as possible for you guys, then I encourage you to uh, sign up for the automation school this week because we've got our founding prices. It would just be a killer price for you to lock into to start receiving your automation bundles. So the next question Um, we ask is uh, how do you incorporate God into your business and so there are lots of different ways I incorporate God into my business but the main point is that I'm just in constant relationship and communication with God Um, whether it's serving a client I'll be asking God you know give me a strategy for this client what do I need to do today, God? Like, show me, direct me. It might be, God, I'm having a really hard day and I need your help. You know, it's any conversation that you have in your head, normally with yourself, I just have it with God. And um, that he is just in everything that I do. And it's not just uh, when I'm in my business, like that's my whole approach in life. And um, a lot of you 
might know about the hour of power that I encourage people to have. Uh, sometimes that turns into half a day and that's totally cool. And sometimes I might do, you know, a quick five minutes in the morning of time with God as well. But definitely prayer, definitely just talking to God and um, submitting authority as well over what I'm doing for the will of God to, to happen over that thing, whatever it is that I'm doing in my business. And the next question is your Bible verse for this season and why? Now, I don't really do Bible verses, um, as a lot of you may know, uh, but instead I'm like, let's read the whole chapter of something. And there's a theme that I'm kind of learning and getting into the word of God with at the minute, and that's sonship. And so the main chapter that I've been studying at the minute has been Romans 8. It's basically teaching you all about sonship and what is sonship? What does that mean? What does it mean now that we're in sonship and we're not servants of God? We are friends with Jesus and all that kind of stuff. And how does that play out in building the kingdom, in how you live out your life, in how you do your business? It's just a huge, amazing, deep topic. So sonship. And where can our listeners find you is finally the question that I ask at the end. So you can find me at Christian Women in Business. You already know. You can find me at The Automation Girl. Um, if you just search The Automation Girl at Google, I will pop up. Uh, you can find out more about The Automation School through there too. And um, I hang out on Instagram, The Automation Girl, Facebook, The Automation Girl. Um, So you can find me all in those different avenues. But I hope that these tips that I've shared with you today haven't overwhelmed you, but given you some ideas about how you might start to automate things in your business. Because I don't believe that we are to be enslaved in our businesses. I think that we should be controlling our businesses, not our businesses controlling us. So if you're feeling very overwhelmed in your business and you're feeling like you just don't know where to start, I really hope that those five tips have helped you. And um, you can start thinking of some ideas about what you can do in your business. And if again, if you'd like to learn how and you're not sure, uh, the Automation School is open this week for founding members. All right. Well, I'm SJ. You're listening to the Christian Women in Business podcast show. And I can't wait to share some gems with you next week. Take care. The Christian Women in Business podcast is sponsored by Performance PA, Virtual Business Assistant. Virtual PA lets you focus on what you do best in your business and you can let Performance PA take care of the rest.